Good morning, church family. I was uh, studying through the book of Genesis a while back. And as you get to chapter 37, that's when you come to a story of Joseph and his brothers. And it's got this uncanny parallel with my life. And I'm sure with yours as well. Um, Not that I relate to Joseph, because he's a picture of Christ. But that I can so relate to his brothers. Um, They hated Joseph. They didn't like him. Uh, In fact, they planned to kill him. I'm just giving you a little brief here before I actually read the text. We can get it kind of in context here. And, but... They thought that what they had done in the end, that nobody else knew about it. It was all between them. And it kind of reminds me of uh, you know, Edgar Allan Poe, the, the telltale heart, where he does this crime and it just bothers him so much that he goes insane over it. And these brothers, they didn't understand who God was. They didn't understand that God saw everything, that God knew their hearts, that God knew exactly what had happened. Until they get to this point, a couple of decades later, and as I was studying this, I came to this one point, and it really struck me. Because you can see that it's where they start to have a different understanding now. And listen to what they said in uh, 44, verse 16, just partway down, it says, God hath found out the iniquity of thy servants. They came to the realization that, wow, God was aware of this all that time. And now they come to this point here where Benjamin is falsely accused of stealing the cup. And the brothers now, they're going to go back to, in all essence, the Pharaoh. He's the second in command only to Pharaoh himself. And they're going to go and plead. And just when they think it can't get worse, we get to our text here. I'll use yours because it's a wonderful big font here. It says, Then Joseph could no longer control himself before all his attendants. And he cried out, Have everyone leave my presence. So there was no one with Joseph when he made himself known to his brothers. And he wept so loudly that the Egyptians heard him. And Pharaoh's household heard about it. Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still living? But his brothers were not able to answer him because they were terrified at his presence. Then Joseph said to his brothers, come close to me. When they had done so, he said, I am your brother Joseph, the one you sold into Egypt. And now do not be distressed and do not be angry with yourselves for selling me here. Because it was to save lives that God sent me ahead of you. So now, you got to remember, they thought they knew a little bit about this Pharaoh, this king of Egypt. But now they realize that he knew them personally. The sins that they thought they had committed and that they, it was their secret, this Pharaoh knows nothing about it. This Pharaoh knew it personally. They had sinned actually against the king himself. 
This sin that they thought they had committed against their brother was now actually against the king. The very king that had their life in his hand. So now they went from being fearful to, you can imagine, just utter terror. And you can sense their fear as he gets to this one point, he says, for they were troubled at his presence. They realized who this man was. It wasn't a normal fear. It was terrifying. He's intimately familiar with their personal sin. So you can imagine that their self-preservation now vanishes. They had this hope that they were going to kind of get out of this situation and get back to their home in Canaan. And you can imagine that their faces spoke volumes. They didn't justify themselves. You can tell by the way Joseph reacted. See, Joseph didn't condemn them. He offered them forgiveness. You know, originally... They, they didn't want to spend time in Egypt. <clears throat> they wanted to get out of Egypt as fast as they could. <laughs> they wanted to get back home to Canaan where they were comfortable. But the drought, that hunger is what drove them to go see this king. And it's kind of like a Christian before they're a Christian. You have this hunger in you. There's something you need. There's no food at home. You're looking for real food, spiritual food. The only place you can go get it is maybe at your church, the local church. So you go to church, you go get a bit of food, then you go back home because that's where you want to go. You want to go back home. But then after a while, that food runs out. And then you go back to the church to get more food. And you go to that church because they have God's food, the word of God. Then after a while, you get to know more about God. And then you come to know him personally and you realize this very God that I thought I knew a little bit about, he actually knows me personally. And in that instant, they knew their hope wasn't in them. They knew their hope was in this king. And as you can see from, from this book, it's just a parallel between Jesus and ourselves. <clears throat> at one time, they didn't want to go to Egypt. They'd just rather be at home. They just want to get something out of it. But now, Egypt was their home. He was their king. He was their personal brother who had forgiven them. The very thing that they longed for, which was Canaan, they didn't really want to go there anymore. They actually went back, got their father, and came back to their new home. And he didn't just forgive them. He gave them the choicest of the land. He gave them the best. And that's what it's like when we become a Christian. You come to the Lord knowing that you've sinned against him, and then he forgives you for that sin. And then you don't want to go back home. You just want to be with the Lord. You, you look forward to that day to spend eternity with him. 
And as you notice that in the beginning, the men, they didn't have a relationship with God. You can imagine that they weren't praying to God like the men were praying today. You know, that's a relationship with God. And that's what we're commemorating today, that relationship with God. Um, Father, I just thank you for this word. Lord, I pray that you would help me to uh, just apply it to uh, my heart and my mind. In Jesus' name, amen.